Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. again and welcome to Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy. I'm your host, certified sex therapist Lori Watson, author of Wanting Sex Again and blogger at Psychology Today and WebMD. And I have with me Dr. Adam Matthews, my co-host, who's a couples therapist, psychotherapist, and president of NCAMFT. Foreplay is dedicated to helping couples keep it hot. Each episode, we cover an aspect of sex that impacts your sex life and something that you can relate to. So if you find our discussions helpful, please give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. We would love it if you would tell a friend about us. You can find us also on the web at foreplayrst.com. And if you have a comment or a topic that you'd like us to talk about, we'd love to hear from you. Please send them to us at info at foreplayrst.com. Thanks for listening. Now on to today's topic. Hey, Adam. So let's talk about uh, time management this episode. Yeah, Lori, good to be back at it. Time management and sex. What do you mean? That sounds that makes that sound very um, scheduled. rigid and scheduled. scheduled. Yeah. No, I think I mean how do we manage our time in general so that we have enough time for each other? That yeah. that seems to be the problem. That seems to be right? a big challenge for couples too. Yeah. It seems inherent. Couples know that they need more time together. I've never met anybody that says they're surprised that they need more time together, right? Right. But how do you see it getting in the way of sex? I, I mean, I think that for some people, they think it shouldn't get in the way of sex, right? I mean, mm. what's it, you know, okay, we had a busy day, but we can roll over in bed and have sex yeah. and that'd be awesome. And I think other people need to get into the mood. They need to have some energy left. And that's men and women. I mean, I'm thinking of both. I'm thinking of a guy right now who, you know, for him, it's just like, end of the day and he's he's got normal testosterone but end mm-hmm. of the day he just doesn't want to have sex because he's pooped you know too yeah. tired you know they've got middle-aged kids and they're running around and yeah. it's just kind of the end of the day and his wife is somebody who could just roll over and have sex and so yeah. it's not always female although oftentimes female who yeah. needs a little more time yeah and Couples don't build in time for each other naturally, do they? I don't think so. I think we think sex is supposed to happen naturally like it did when we were dating. But, Mm. you know, when we're dating, we build in all kinds of time together. Yeah. 
We make plans together really. Top priority. Yeah. And so that, it always comes more naturally. But I think over time of a relationship, right, as a relationship matures, time is diminishing. It does, you don't get more of it as your relationship goes on. You actually get less less of it. it. Yeah, because we put, we throw ourselves into production. Mm -hmm. You know, in the beginning, we're just all about each other. And then we got to raise a family. We got to earn a living. We got to, you know, build our kingdom and. Life happens. Life happens. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I just think somebody said one of the guys who helps me with finances says to me all the time, Lori, you should, you know, like track your time. You should write Mm -hmm. down your what you're doing. And I'm like, I do not have time (laughs) to track my time. (laughs) That's just something else that takes more time. Tracking time to take. (laughs) That just sounds exhausting. I mean, I'm seeing patients. (laughs) I'm like running a practice, doing podcasting. I'm writing. I'm like. Developing. I'm going. Oh, I'm in a PhD program. You know, just yeah, a little just bit a little of stuff. something. Yeah. Little, a few things. And everybody, everybody does that, though, right? Whatever yeah. amount of time you have, it gets filled up. And I uh-huh. don't think that couples really have a realistic idea of how much time they're spending together. I had a couple that they said, "Oh, yeah, we're spending time together." I said, "Okay, well, when was the, your last date night?" And they said, "Oh, we've had a cu- we've had a, we've had a couple here recently." <laughs> and I said, "Well, how's recently?" And they they looked at each other. I said, "No, in the last four to six weeks, how many date nights have you had?" Yeah. And it was like one, maybe, right? And that was a que- there was a question mark around that. And once they started to track it and understand it, they realized that this is a huge problem, and it's a much bigger problem than they were even accounting for. Yeah, and I think you know people count time together in different ways. Mm, I mean, sometimes yeah. people think. Sitting on the couch watching television is time together. No. Uh, uh, no. Uh, you know, my son is big on that. He's like his his friends that are women say, you know, oh, you know, let's let's hang out and watch a movie. And he's like, that's not really spending time together. No, it's you passive. Know, it's really passive. It's passive. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, why do you think, though, because it, se- it does seem like when time is pressed and we don't have a lot of it, that sex is one of the first things that we let go of in relationship. Why mm-hmm. is that? Why mm-hmm. is that one of the first things that we let go? Well, I don't think it's the first thing that everybody lets go of, right? Sure. I mean, I think it's an expectation. Oftentimes men who have their bodies filled with testosterone, they can just be on fire at the drop of a hat. So they don't necessarily need to let go of it. It's it's typically women, but not always, like I, I just said, who need kind of time together in order to feel sexual mm-hmm. that then they let go of it because we don't have any time together. Yeah. So I don't feel sexual. Yeah. It gets is, it gets deprioritized. It gets it's, deprioritized, yeah. yeah. Like you said, in dating, it becomes a priority. In the first parts of the relationship, you're, you don't have to think about it being a priority just because it happens so naturally. Um, but as the relationship matures, we're not thinking of it intentionally in that yeah. way, right? Yeah, I, I think about the way... There are so many things that absorb our time these days, mm-hmm. like social media to me. I mean, it absorbs yes. that my my guy can probably ding me on. Right. Because, you know, sometimes I'll be sitting there thinking I need to write a paper and I'm circling through yeah. what's on my email, what's on Facebook, what's on Twitter. And I, I'm just click, click, click. Yeah. I write one sentence, click, click, click. You know, and I check all yeah. the things. <laughs> Has anything new come in? You yeah. know, that I could that could distract me and I yeah. could attend to instead of doing my work. Yeah, I think my wife and I never realize it's happening until we both go. We've just spent the last 20 minutes, both of us just staring at our phone in the in in the same space and not said a word to each other.
together. Yeah. Right? And just, time it, together is not being out to dinner looking at your phones. Yeah, that's right. That is definitely not time together. In fact, I recommend people leave their phones in the car. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, tell the babysitter, if you got a babysitter, where which restaurant you're going to and leave the phone in the car. Yeah. At home, I really think a, a technology vault, like for at least part Gosh, of the yeah. evening, would be really helpful. Some place you just throw your, your devices in just for a little bit of space so they're not even with you. I know. And, you know, what I'm hearing of more and more, and this is really scary to me, is that men often are more into gaming. Mm. And so they, like one woman told me, you know, I make a nice dinner. My husband comes home, wolfs it down, gets off to fantasy football, mm-hmm. spends the rest of the night, you know, with his buddies, yeah. crawls in bed at 1130, wants to have sex. It's like, you know, yeah. literally he has spent maybe four plus hours online gaming yeah. or whatever. And then, I mean, for him, you know, he, he has testosterone. So, yeah, he wants to have sex, but it's like zero time together. Yeah. Well, and this is not – this is like she said – Every night. Mm-hmm. And on the weekends, you know, he's recovering from sleep because he hasn't gotten enough sleep. And then he's gaming some more. And yeah. I know out there, you gamers, you're going to be all over this and mad at me. And I'm, but, you know, it's absorbing. It's any hobby that's that absorbing is going to be a, a difficulty, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I've had, and by the way, I've had lots of females that have been gamers too, lots of men that are complaining mm-hmm. about that as well. But I think that there's, anything uh had one guy whose car it, like hours and hours oh, and yeah. hours on the weekend yeah. shining it working on it hobbies like any hobby like right. that that is that absorbing is taking time away from your relationship yeah i knew a guy who worked on cars he was a he was a mechanic and so he was always working on their cars or some friend's car you know mm-hmm. to earn a little extra money when he came home but that was again wolfing down dinner going out to work and work mm. I mean, work is a way that all of us, I think, you know, who works 40 hours a week these days? Yeah. Does Everybody's anybody? working more. Yeah. I mean, does anybody really work just 40 hours? No way. Well, and, and with all the technology, we're taking the work home, right? So it's always, it's almost never, it's never ending. Yeah. And the work is always coming in. There's always more to do. We're never really done with with work. Yeah. So it's our email is pinging us or mm-hmm. somebody's texting us. It's preoccupying too. Yeah. Yeah. I think then too, like fam- uh, couples that have children, children can become a distraction as well. I mean, obviously, and take a lot of time, obviously. I mean, they're little humans. Yeah. They have needs. Um, you can't, children, you can't just, the original you know, sex killer. You, you can't just, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you can't just send them outside for, you know. Grassside while mommy and daddy uh, play. That's right. Um, I guess you could if they're old enough, but um, I think our parents did actually. Yeah, probably so. Just, I mean, I was gone from dawn till dusk when I was a kid. Yeah. In the summer, my parents didn't know where I was. Yeah, we had woods in the back of our house, so we were exploring the woods. All the time. Yeah, different Um, era though. I mean, I know. But well, but even but in the beginning though, I mean, when kids are small, they can't do that, right? Right. They've had lots of couples who are so absorbed in their kids' extracurricular activities, they're gone almost every night, almost every weekend. Is something to do with kit with a kid activity? um, I'm nodding. You you can't see me, but I'm nodding. Yeah, and I, I mean those things. I mean, we have two kids, and they're only involved in one activity each, and that's three or four nights a week. Yeah, um, that we're on doing something. I can't imagine when they start to get older. Um, or three and, kids. Yeah, and that, then the third one gets involved in stuff, and like that that amount of time, it, it takes away from the the relationship, mm-hmm. right? I when our kids, we had three kids, and. 
when our kids were small or no, like, you know, high school and middle school or before they were driving, basically, we had 13 after school activities on an average week. So that oh my meant goodness, that's a lot. choir, soccer and piano lessons, I think was it. And, and the driving to and, and from. And the driving to and from. And that was not if there was a tournament or they had to go get cleats or, mm. you know, my husband was a board member. That wasn't a board member, you know, night. I mean, that was just basic. Yeah, it's a lot of time. And the two of us, we were just running hither and yon all the time. And yeah. it's amazing we imagine, you know, could have sex at all <laughs> during those years. Well, and I wonder about the message that we are sending to our, our spouse or our partner when we are mm. so involved in these other things, it feels to me like we are sending a message that says these things are more important than you, mm-hmm. right? That it's that uh, these when I'm not willing to cut back on my hobbies, when I'm not willing to stop work, when I'm not willing to send the kids to bed early, that I'm sending a message that's saying all of these things are more important mm-hmm. but than I, you are. You know, I think Adam, it is kind of the way of the world these days. When I was a kid. My dad got home at five. Mm-hmm. We we picked him up because we had one car. We picked him up at five o'clock. He walked mm-hmm. out of work. There were no cell phones. There was no email. He yeah. was not working. I mean, I think my brothers did like a little league, you know, baseball yeah. kind of gig. And it was for one season. And they were both on the same team. And that was it. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a different world that we're raising children in. And yeah. and we have expectations about that. I mean, it it truly is change in terms of the pressure. Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't think we intentionally prioritize other things over our relationship. Yeah. Well, right? let's let's get back to this with some ideas of how people can restructure things so that they can have time for sex and sex becomes a priority again. You're listening to Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy with your sex therapist, Lori Watson, and Dr. Adam Matthews, our couples therapist. We'll be right back. Wanting Sex Again. How to Rediscover Desire and Heal a Sexless Marriage by Certified Sex Therapist Lori Watson. Each chapter is designed to fix one of the problems that cause low libido, from early marriage through the childbearing years, even all the way through menopause. I've also had men read it and tell me that for them it was the most hopeful thing they read about resolving sexual problems. Look for Wanting Sex Again on Amazon.com. You can also talk to Lori Watson for therapy in person or via Skype. I offer couples counseling and sex therapy, and I think about both aspects of the relationship, emotional intimacy and sexual technique and that combination together helps marriages be happy weekend couples intensives are also offered improve your sex and improve your relationship with awakening center for couples and intimacy find out more at awakenloveandsex.com awaken what's possible it is one of my great joys in life to be able to really help individuals and couples find strength in their relationships and really find hope again. Licensed marriage and family therapist, Dr. Adam Matthews from Matthews Counseling. I work with a wide variety of issues, including depression and anxiety, marital issues, issues with adolescence. I believe that therapy should be designed around you, that it should be personalized to who you are and to your unique situation. Therapy is available in office, online, and by phone. I want therapy 
to be comfortable for everyone. At our office, you'll find that we sit around a fireplace in deep, comfortable chairs, look at the problem differently, and offer practical solutions for you to take home and utilize outside of the therapy room. Schedule today and rediscover hope. You can find me on the web at matthewscounseling.net. Matthew's with one T. You can contact us through email or phone and find a lot of resources on our website, matthewscounseling.net. All right, Lori, we're back, and I want to pick up with a conversation we were ending with right before we went to break, because I'm interested on your thoughts about this. I think that the message that we keep sending, I know you were talking about the pressure that's here culturally today that was not present Mm -hmm. um, when you were growing up, but I also think the divorce rate is higher, separation rate is higher, people are less willing to get into relationships Mm -hmm. because of those pressures. Right. And this is the question... Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. That I ask couples a lot, and that I ask myself too, is the thing that is taking all of our time worth my relationship? Mm-hmm. In other words, if I get five years down the road and my work has blown up and is is huge, if my kids are involved in all the awesome things that they're involved in, if I'm further into my hobby and have collected more of the things that I've collected or whatever, or played all the games, right, and I don't have my relationship – and my, right. you know, and it's deteriorated or it's it's we're separated or it's even at a point where we are not enjoying each other anymore. Will that thing have been worth it? Will it have been worth my time? Yes. Right. Yes. And that's that's the question that I think is like, even though there is this pressure, isn't that the question that we have to ask ourselves in order to to be able to be spending the time on the things that are going to be there for us down mm-hmm. the road that we're going to want mm-hmm. um, down the road? And I think that. By the very act of spending time on those other things, that becomes more absorbing than our relationship. Yes. You know, like I have a kid who's in college, and I if I call him up every other week because he doesn't call me that much, <laughs> I love you, <laughs> but if I call him every other week and insist on a conversation, it's a boring conversation. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, how's school? How are your grades? How are the girls? What are you doing? You know, it's really like almost stock answers to those. Whereas if we talk three times a week, it's more intimate. It's more interesting. You know, there's more detail because we have a little bit of time. And I know that, you know, what he did on the science test or I know, you know, what's coming next at the dance club or, you know, whatever it is. It's like I I know more and I can ask more interesting questions and it's more absorbing. And I, I think the same thing is it's. It's not just structuring time. It's that if we don't structure time, we lose mm. touch just because it's not as interesting. It's not as compelling. You're you're talking about the myth of quality time. You're talking about quantity time over quality time is, mm-hmm. what it, is one of the yeah. things it sounds like, right? I think a lot of people believe that we can automatically have quality time. 
And I would say that I think quality time emerges from quantity time. I agree. And, like, and, you and say absorption quality sex about. emerges from quantity sex. That's right. <laughs> yeah. You know, you got to yeah. be having sex in yeah. order to hit the peaks. That's right. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. I think that's interesting. And you're saying, and tell me more about structure. Like, how do we how do we structure our time, in your opinion? I, I guess to me, it's it's got to be carving out. Mm. You know, like, first you set the priority for the first things. It's I say this often, but it's like saving money. You got to save money first because if you try to save what's left over at the end of the month, you know, you'll never have any money to save. So same sort of thing with time. It's like, okay, what do we really want? Like ideal world, what makes our relationship interesting? Where do we have enough connection so that out of that we have enough time for sex? You know, like an intimate night, maybe it isn't, okay, we're going to have sex on Thursday night. But you know what? Thursday night – from the kids going to bed until 11 is our night. Yeah. You know, we're going to talk. We're going to have a glass of wine. We're going to, you know, go sit out on the porch and listen to music yeah. and, you know, just be alone together. And, mm-hmm. I mean, even if you sit there for a while with nothing to say or you get through all the mundane details, eventually what happens and what emerges, I think, is a more interactive, connective kind of talking. Yeah. Uh, and usually from that, you know, a great sex experience or at least some sex yeah you know? some sex is better than no sex right most of the time I guess. any sex any sex yeah i think one of the things that i have couples do and i think is just look at a blank calendar and before they schedule anything else is schedule their time together and also yes. schedule the time when they're going to have sex i like that right because there's i think they're just what you're talking about is they're just starting with the important stuff first they're leading i say they're leading with it's it's big rocks first like, right. You know, like Explain if you, that. Well, if you ever seen in school had somebody come in and, and do the an illustration and an example of mass and volume, yeah. right, where they take like the clear container and they lay out some big rocks, some medium rocks, some pebbles and some sand, and they talk about how do you make it all fit into the jar. Mm-hmm. And what they do is then they they obviously they, if you start with the sand and then the and then the pebbles then the medium rocks and then the, and then try to get the big rocks in nothing is going they're not all going to fit right but if you start with the big rocks first and put the big rocks in first then the medium rocks then the pebbles then the sand everything mm-hmm. fits because everything trickles down and fits around that right but the, so the big rocks are each other yeah that's right yeah it's your relationship I, you know, I think people with children have such a hard time with that though mm. they think the big rocks are the kids yeah. They really do. Yeah. Well, I think people uh, think other things are, are important too. As or important. money. Money. You know, financial work, security. Yeah. That's um, the big rock. Or they're they're not willing to give up some of that. And I think when you're going to, if you put those big rocks first, if you start scheduling it in, then it has to be defended. Mm-hmm. Right? That mm-hmm. time, something has to be sacrificed for that to happen. Not right. everything, but something's going to have to. Right. Have to give. I mean, my husband and I, we... We went away together on Tuesday night for like 16 years solid. I mean, I think we didn't go away. I mean, just go out maybe six times during yeah. those 16 years. Because, mm. And and I went when I was sick and I went when the kids were sick and I left the kids with babysitters when they were sick. I mean, it was a deep commitment to me, yeah. you know, because otherwise we didn't have that. And you fought for it. I fought for it. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it yeah. was essential. And how long have y'all been married? We oh my gosh, do I need to confess that? Oh, is that a con- is that a confession? <laughs> Thirty years, thirty one years. I'm sorry, honey. Did I accidentally ask your age? Thirty one years. I was married when I was you know ten. 
but that's <laughs> but a marriage that long has to be fought for, right? Yeah, I it mean, does. It, it, it has does. to be it has to be fought for and defended, right? Right. And you probably had to cut out some extra things on top of that as well. Yeah, right? I really did. I mean, certainly money because it took babysitting to go out and mm-hmm. and do that all the time. I mean, when my kids were little, I was paying big bucks every Tuesday night for babysitting. Mm-hmm. And time, I mean, I just didn't have the time to do other things. Yeah. Yep. I, I think that's a, like you said, that's a challenge for people to hear that. But if our relationship is a priority, we spend time and money on the things that we value, right? Yeah. You, if you want to know what you value, look at where you spend your time, look at where you spend your money. And if it's not on your relationship, then that's a problem, right? Mm-hmm. That's a challenge. Mm-hmm. I think so. And sex is going to suffer. Mm-hmm. I mean, sex for most people is about connectivity for men as well and for women. You know, it's like if you don't have the connection and you can't get that without managing your priorities and managing your time. Mm -hmm. I think other enemies to this that we didn't talk about are like volunteerism. Mm -hmm. You know, there's so much need in the world. People give themselves to their churches, to their schools and then they don't have anything left over and perfectionism Mm -hmm. is one I really see you know the house has to be just so and I can't relax I can't let down I can't take that Mm -hmm. time unless it's perfect that that's not my issue (laughs) my house is not perfect (laughs) (laughs) you have to let some of that that perfectionism go right the dishes may have to pile up for a little bit the house may not be as squeaky clean as you'd like it but it it's you know you may not have gotten to that very last email Right. But you have each other. Right. So, I mean, in some ways, you have to eliminate some of the extras. I had a girlfriend who said one activity per child. That's it. Yeah. And and that's really different than what most people are trying to accomplish. They're enriching their children no end. And it's like one activity. Mm -hmm. Because she said family dinners are important. Mm -hmm. Time to relax is important. Downtime for my kids is important. And downtime for me. I don't want to spend every single afternoon Racing around with the children. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're just too exhausted by the end of the day. Oh, it's it. I know it's really full of hard choices, but you know, people basically a generation ago grew up okay with only doing one activity. Yeah, we we became well-rounded people. We had imaginations and creativity. Yeah, and it doesn't mean that you're eliminating everything from your life either. But if you're putting your relationship first, stuff other stuff will fit. More will fit. But otherwise, like to me, when I see couples that are running around chasing after their kids or their work life is stressed or these other things that are happening, they're not putting each other first. Mm-hmm. They are much more stressed that everything is full of more tension. Everything is full of more issues. And plus they're not having sex. Right. And so. And how they, do they, how do you give, how do you sort of give love to your children or give love to your community or have the energy and the will to go to work if there's no mm-hmm. kind of flow from yeah. something that's exciting on the inside. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think you can, can you? I, I mean, I, I think it's much harder. Yeah. I always say, you know, to nursing moms, it's like the empty breast doesn't give milk. It's like you have to nourish yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to fuel yourself, give yourself liquids, you know, drink and eat. Mm-hmm. And, and out of that comes good milk. And yeah. so same sort of thing out of the nourishment of the coupleship comes good sex and a loving relationship that flows over. Mm. I mean. Yeah. It's hard when you're giving yourself to something else, you're not giving yourself to the relationship. Yeah. So, Lori, let's sum up our our tips real quick for how to get this. Number one, 
is what big for rocks you. on the calendar. Yeah. Put the couple ship first, right? Yes. Schedule it out before you schedule anything else. Number two. Let go of perfectionism. You yeah. know, it's like nothing has to be perfect for you to be able to relax. That has to be a priority. Yeah. Last tip. Number three. I would say uh, my last tip is a challenge to everybody listening. I challenge you to take one night a week just for the coupleship, right? Oh, just yeah. as a couple. Go out. I really strongly recommend go out because getting mm. away from your home and all the burdens of your home, you got to get out of the house. Absolutely. You know, even if it means going to sit in a bookstore or a library together or the park or whatever, but get out. Yeah. And spend three hours at least alone together. Yeah. Once a week. Yes, absolutely to that. Prioritize your relationship. I just can't emphasize enough how much I think we both would agree that the issues that we see in relationship would have been solved a long time ago in the couple's history if they have just done these things and taken time and made each other a priority. Yeah, cheaper than therapy for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for listening. This is Four Play Radio Sex Therapy with your sex therapist, Lori Watson, and our couples therapist, Dr. Adam Matthews. Hey, help us stay on top here at Foreplay. We'd love it if you would subscribe and share it with your friends. And please take one sec and rate and review us. Thanks so much. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.